the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A quick survey of many churches in America, and you'd begin to wonder if God was in control at all. And in fact, there is a a proud moment for many of these congregations that says the more disorganized they are, the more spiritual they are. Well, we're learning through our series in 1 Corinthians that's not always the case. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Join us as we take our final look at a message called Tongues and Prophecy. Here's Pastor Layton with today's program. Verse 6, Dear brothers and sisters, I should come to you speaking in, if I should come to you speaking in an unknown language, how would that help you? But if I bring you a revelation or some special knowledge or prophecy or teaching, that would be helpful. Even lifeless instruments like the flute or the harp must play the notes clearly or no one will recognize the melody. And if the bugler doesn't sound a clear call, how will the soldiers know they're being called to battle? Now, what's he saying here? Well, before radios and other forms of modern communication, commands were delivered to the soldiers on the field by musical instruments such as the trumpet, the fife, the drum, and so forth. And the reason for that is the music from the instruments would carry across the noisy, uh, chaotic battlefield to give instructions to the soldiers on to advance, uh, to retreat, and so forth. Uh, revelry was played to awaken the soldiers, and uh, a charge uh, was uh, played uh, uh, to tell the soldiers to move forward. I know that because I watched F Troop growing up. Da, 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 you know, that one. And, uh, and then taps was uh, first played during the Civil War to call the soldiers to rest, and it now continues to be a tradition to play that when soldiers are entering into their final rest. But the point he's trying to make here is that communications need to be clear. You've got to give instructions to the soldiers on the field that they can understand it needs to be clear. If it's not, it's just merely noise. It's the same for you. If you speak to people in words they don't understand, how will they know what you're saying? You might as well be talking into empty space. Now, there are many different languages in the world, and every language has meaning. But if I don't understand a language, I will be a foreigner to someone who speaks it, and the one who speaks it to me will be a foreigner to me. And the same is true for you. Since you are so eager to have the special abilities the Spirit gives, seek those that will strengthen the whole church. So anyone who speaks in tongues should pray also for the ability to interpret what is said. For if I pray in tongues, my spirit is praying, but I don't understand what I'm saying. Well then, what shall I do? Well, I will pray in the spirit, and I will also pray in words I understand. I will sing in the spirit, and I will also sing in words I understand. For if you praise God only in the spirit, how can those who don't understand you praise God along with you? How can they join you in giving thanks when they don't understand what you're saying? You'll be giving thanks very well. But it won't strengthen the people who hear you. Now, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than any of you. But in a church meeting, I would rather speak five understandable words to help others than 10,000 words in an unknown language. Dear brothers and sisters, 
Don't be childish in your understanding of these things. Be innocent as babes when it comes to evil. But be mature in understanding matters of this kind. It is written in the scriptures, I will speak to my own people through a strange language and through the lips of foreigners, but even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Now here he's quoting from Isaiah chapter 28. And in Isaiah chapter 28, God is warning his rebellious people, the people of Israel, that the next words they were going to hear from him were going to be the words from the lips of a foreigner. They were going to be a foreign language because God was sending the Assyrians to act as his agents of judgment on his rebellious people. And so when God speaks to people in a language they cannot understand, it is evidently a sign of God's judgment. And the people who would come and hear these words and not have an understanding of it would assume that whoever was in that place was under God's judgment. So you see that speaking in tongues is a sign not for believers, but for unbelievers. And prophecy, however, is for the benefit of believers, not unbelievers. Even so, if unbelievers or people who don't understand these things come into your church meeting and hear everyone speaking in an unknown language, they will think you are crazy. But if all of you are prophesying and unbelievers or people who don't understand these things come into your meeting, they will be convicted of sin and judged by what you say. Now, I want to digress here for just a moment because I think this is important for us to understand. Sometimes I've heard people say things um, about uh, Bible preaching pastors and Bible preaching churches. And they will say something like, oh, man... I had to leave. I wasn't getting fed at that Bible preaching place. There was no value in me going. Now, let's analyze the logic of their argument for a moment, shall we? There's no value in me going to a Bible preaching church. Did God not say that my word shall not return void? What is the value of a voided check? Zero, right? So God said, my word will not return without value. Therefore, any pastor or any church who is preaching God's word has value. And if that's the case, then somebody who says, I wasn't getting fed, that place had no value. The problem isn't with the pastor and it's not with the church. The problem is with that person. There's something wrong with that person. And what we found over time is that sometimes it's because there's unrepentant issues of sin in their life. And when they come in, they hear God's word, they get convicted, they don't want to deal with the sin in their life, so eventually they decide, I'm going to go someplace else where it's more comfortable and they don't preach the word of God so much. But they're not going to walk out saying, well, you know, I'm leaving because I got this unrepentant sin issue in my life and, you know, your, your sermons were just a little too convicting because they were using the Bible. They're not going to say that. So they'll come up with some kind of excuse like, well, I just wasn't being fed. And I just want you to understand that, that uh, so you can understand the illogic of their rationale. But if all of you are prophesying, and unbelievers are people who don't understand these things come into your meeting, they will be convicted of sin and judged by what you say. As they listen, their secret thoughts will be exposed, and they will fall to their knees and worship God, declaring, God is truly here among you. Verse 26. Well, my brothers and sisters, let's summarize. When you meet together, one will sing, another will teach, another will tell some special revelation God has given. One will speak in tongues, another will interpret what is said. But everything that is done must strengthen all of you. 
Now, one of the translations, the New English Bible, uh, it translates the phrase speaking in tongues as ecstatic speech. And the inference is that someone who's ecstatic loses a sense of their surroundings and self-control. And ecstatic speech was common in the pagan temples of Corinth as drugs and drinking were used as part of the pagan worship to affect a loss of self-restraint and slurred speech. And, and unfortunately, sometimes this lack of awareness of surroundings or losing control um, is evident in some Pentecostal movements that are on the uh, real frenzied and disorderly uh, fashion. So here Paul requires that those who speak in tongues take turns, limit the number to three, and, are, and that requires being aware of what's going on and able to control themselves. Uh, listen, verse 27. No more than two or three should speak in tongues. They must speak one at a time, and someone must interpret what they say. But if no one is present who can interpret, they must be silent in your church, in your church meeting, and speak in tongues to God privately. So he's saying no speech uh, in tongues without interpretation should be given in the uh, church service, but let it be exercised privately. Verse 29, let two or three people prophesy. And let the others evaluate what is said. We talked about that earlier. But if someone is prophesying and another person receives a revelation from the Lord, the one who is speaking must stop. In this way, all who prophesy will have a turn to speak, one after the other, so that everyone will learn. You might want to circle, everyone will learn, underline that, everyone will learn, because learning is fundamental to the process of us growing as Christians and as the body of Christ. When we come to church, we should anticipate it's going to be a learning experience. We're going to learn. For 2,000 years, we've been learning how to do church. And every one of us should have that mentality. We come to church today to learn how to do church so that everyone will learn and be encouraged. Remember that people who prophesy are in control of their spirit and can take turns. What's he saying? He's making real clear that uh, you can't say, oh, I was under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and I lost control. That's not a biblical paradigm. For God is... Not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the meetings of God's holy people. Let me tell you about that last verse, 33. This is years ago when I was the worship pastor. I had a person come up to me after one of the services and says, This church is not spirit-filled. And I said, Okay, uh, why do you think this church is not spirit-filled? He says, Because everything is so orderly. Everything is so ordered? Yeah, it can't be a spirit-filled church unless everything is spontaneous. Now, this verse says, God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. God knows the future. God doesn't need to be there, Johnny, on the spot to make decisions about how to make things happen. He can plan that ahead of time. And if the worship pastor is praying and asking for his guidance and direction, he can provide that. Pastor Dave Hooper is, folks, I don't know if if you know how blessed we are as a church family to have Pastor David Hooper as our worship pastor. He is just absolutely exceptional. And he, and he prays to God that God will give him guidance on how to put together our times of worship on Sunday morning so that they're not only orderly, but they're, they're a blessing to us all. He does an absolutely a fantastic job. God is not the God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the meetings of God's holy people. You know, folks, uh, we did something rather exceptional today. We covered two whole chapters. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's good. Now, next week when we get together, should the Lord tarry, I'm going to try to pull these together to give us an idea of where we're working towards as a church family. Amen? Lord, we thank you that you have given all of these spiritual gifts to us as individuals and to us as a church family. 
that uh, you have brought us together. Lord, we're not here by happenstance. Each one of us was chosen by you to be in this place on the globe at this time in history. And each one of us has a part to play in your plan so that we can glorify you. And Lord, you love each one of us who have believed in you and accepted you as our Lord and Savior, and you're preparing a place for us. So when we finished our task here, we're going to spend eternity rejoicing and celebrating with you in heaven. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us and continue to do for us throughout time and throughout eternity. Help us, Lord, to be sensitive to the leading of your Holy Spirit. And we ask you, Lord, to bring people across our path this week that you have prepared. And when you do that, make us sensitive to your leading and your prompting. And put the words in our mouth that they need to hear, the words from you to them, so that we can witness to them and bless them. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers, inhabiting our praise. This we pray in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. And Amen. Well, tomorrow we will move on to 1 Corinthians 13 and Godly Love, that amazing love chapter. We'll start exploring that together here on Study Verse by Verse as Pastor Leighton Sheely leads us through this amazing journey in 1 Corinthians. Questions about today's program or Church of the Highlands in San Bruno can be found on our website, highlands.us. Thanks for joining us today. And until tomorrow, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.